If you had told me three months ago that I would be on a podcast asking for recipes, I would have told you you were crazy. Welcome to Hold On, a podcast for parents and the people who love them. My name is Chad Poe. And I'm Lydia McMillan, and we're so glad you're here. Lydia, we are on the verge of passing Halloween. And when you pass Halloween, you're heading toward major meal holidays. We're headed towards Thanksgiving, which I consider the big one. And then we're headed toward Christmas. Mm. And in honor of that, today, I think we should talk about meals. I do love food, so (laughs) can't go wrong. (laughs) Funny, I went to Israel uh, last December in 2019, which was about 24 years ago. (laughs) And there are lots of things I remember and love about it. But one of the things that stood out the most was... Every meal was an event. Oh, wow. You would sit down for two and three hours at a time. There were five courses usually. We're talking salad, soup, a main course, a dessert, but they also would insert a pizza before the main course. And I love that. What's on the pizza? (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what's not on the pizza. Pepperoni, ham, bacon. All the good things. No Canadian bacon. Uh, So... (laughs) But it was amazing. So I thought, why don't we talk about this today? Mm, yep. I think that's great. Uh, on Facebook, actually, we asked um, this past week, um, it's, it's a typical Thursday night dinner. Choose your own adventure. So what do you, what'd you cook in? So we had option A, which was Crock-Pot slash Instapot. Uh, B, which was grilling outdoors or indoors, whatever you do. C, oven slash stove, and then D, takeout slash delivery. So we we had some fun interactions there. As a bonus, we we asked people to show um, a gift that represented their decision. So, I mean, a few of my favorites, Chad, was uh, my mom, Lisa. She said uh, fajita night at the local Mexican restaurant is their typical Thursday night. For us, you know, right after everything stopped, we went, and one of the first places that we went as a family was to a Mexican restaurant that was supposed to be socially distanced. They sat us in a section where there were, there was just one other family. It was where they sat the families of six. Hmm. They tried to sit us right beside them. And when they tried to sit us right beside them, I said, no, absolutely not. Put me in the back corner. (laughs) By the end of that meal, however, there were six tables of six. And there were 34 people in the section. When we stood up to walk out, it was like we were doing the tango with the people at the table beside us. Yeah. But I affirm your mother and her belief in in fajitas on a Thursday night. You can't go wrong with the local Mexican restaurant. You cannot. Um, We had Sarah. She used an emoji for a HelloFresh. I've never tried any of those like ship meal kind of. Have you ever done a HelloFresh before? We did it once. It was like a trial run because HelloFresh is pricey. They are incredibly proud of what's taking place there. <laughs> uh, so I don't want to offend anyone. If HelloFresh would like to support us or Blue Apron or Goodbye Stale, I don't care who. But the kids do love it. Like they love the idea of assembling that meal together. But you've got to be 
Kim Kardashian rubbing the dollar bills together to pay for that. I think I need to use a HelloFresh because I'm always the one that buys all of these ingredients. On Monday, I'm a dreamer with my meal plan. And I'm like, oh, we can do all of these things. And then it nope. it goes bad. And then I'm like, oh, now I got to throw all this. I'm wasting more money. If I would just get a HelloFresh or something, then it probably would save us money. Because I'm such Standard a- operating procedure. <laughs> never fail. Uh, we all said Brittany, she used a pizza emoji. We always have pizza on Friday night. My middle child, Ezra, he, um, that's how he gets his attention. I guess he, he decks out for pizza night Friday. He has all, he has like five or six shirts with pizza on them. We eat pizza. We sing the songs about pizza. I mean, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. You know, for me, pizza is to me what fajita night was to you as a child. It's just, you could go every night. I, yeah. I could eat pizza every single day. <laughs> It could just be called night. I don't even care. It doesn't have to be good pizza. We could have Little Caesars or, yep. or CC's, which are just pizzas that are going to get you through. Yep. Uh, so I, I love, I do love pizza. We, uh, so, so for us, uh, you mentioned that meals are something that you do. You know, when we read through the, the gospels, we see that Jesus uses meals a lot to talk about situations. And when you go through Luke's gospel in particular, he sits down with people multiple times to eat meals. During those meals, he gives direction and correction. He gives instruction. Um, you know, so Lydia, if I'm being cards on the table honest, I'm not a cook. As a matter of fact, my wife regularly says to me, Chad, if anything were to ever happen to me, you have to promise not to feed our children chicken McNuggets every single night. <laughs> At your house, are, are you the cook uh, or is Josh the cook? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a cook. Um, basically, last week, um, I I love Aldi. I don't know if you knew that, but I love shopping at Aldi. Yeah, I, well, you know, I follow this Aldi Instagram page. And they posted this weird baby food jar I and mean, you've mentioned <laughs> crock pots yeah <laughs> no so are you working out of those I, I meal plan or I try to sometimes it goes awry and it doesn't do so well but uh this past week I was like hey I'm gonna I'm cook, gonna cook a roast and I saw all of this jar that was for roast so in a crock pot that's real easy it's supposed to be real easy you just get Normally it's a packet of spices. This was a jar of spice and weird concoction. I don't even know. I didn't look at it. I just said roast. And I said, okay, I'm going to pour this into the crock pot. I'm going to get the meat. I'm going to get the vegetables. So it's like a carrots or potatoes or whatever. Um, and then you just literally put the meat in the crock pot, put the vegetables and you pour this over and you're done. Like you cook it for a couple of hours and then Sounds amazing. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, it went without a hitch. Kids are eating the vegetables. They never eat the vegetables. Um, oh, wow. Meat turns great. <laughs> you know, kids and their vegetables, they're too good for them. Um, and so I having a great night. And I didn't wait too long where I couldn't cook the roast and then had to toss it and felt like I was, you know, throwing out $50 worth of roast or however much it is. Your leftovers meals uh, for two days from now right right that's the dream so i'm putting away those leftovers and i get the meat out and the veg and i'm like last scoop of carrots and i see something down in the bottom of the pot <laughs> like, Be pale. what was what in the bottom of the pot this? so i pick it up and it's that plastic lining that's like 
between the styrofoam and a traditional like meat, like, you know, like meat or chicken or whatever. It's like that meat diaper like that they call it. No, tell me more. <laughs> this is new to me. You know, like it, it collects the juices and the whatever. You're not supposed to eat it. I can tell you that much. So then about 2.5 seconds later, I'm on the phone with poison control. Lydia, is this your first call to poison control? Oh, no. This is, I mean, this might have been my fourth call to poison control. I've got, (laughs) I have young kids, you know, they like to eat random objects they find on the floor. Uh, We're fine. Everyone's fine. They, They said, you know, you could, you could eat the meat diaper and you'll just pass it. It'll be fine. Pass it where? <laughs> like, you know, in your digestive tract. We did not eat the meat diaper. We are fine. We're we're on like a full, full week now. Oh, you're good now. Past. We're good. We're good. Terrible cook, average mother. I, I feel good exactly. about it. Subpar-ish. You know, no. well, you're getting it done. You're getting yeah. it done. I don't know how moms do it. So uh, if you're not going to cook at home, um, what are your... Well, what's your restaurant experience? Again, we'll mention 2019 when you could go to whatever restaurant in the world that you wanted to go to. You know, for us, we go and with a family of six, how many how many do you have in your family? Five. So for my family, and it may not feel like this for y'all, when we would sit down in the middle of a restaurant, because that's where they always put the big family in the <laughs> middle of the restaurant, because it is what? It's dinner and a show. Yes. And, and you're, as you're we would <laughs> yes, we were the entertainment for everyone. I'm stressed out. No one's having a good time. My, my nine-year-old's trying to order off the adult meal. I'm trying to make him eat more chips and salsa. It's a lot. Yep. It, it is. But let's say you could go to a restaurant or let's just go curbside since that's the world we live in now. Yep. Are there places that you love to go? Oh, yeah. Um, we are big fans of Chick-fil-A. Curbside pre and post during all of this COVID because it is easy. You get it on the app, you order, they bring it out to you. You're not getting the kids out. You're not, that's not a hassle, not a worry. I'm so thankful Chick-fil-A figured out that, that out before the pandemic because other restaurants trying to do curbside, it is horrendous. You may get your pizza or you may get a pastrami sandwich from some restaurant down the road. It's always a terrible experience. Well, and you call and they're like, why are you calling me? And I was like, you have my food and I'm not going to go in there and get it. No, I don't want the COVID. You keep the COVID. They leave something out and then you got to go in and go get it. (laughs) I'm like, doesn't this defeat the purpose? Are you a dessert or a non-dessert person? I mean, with the children, we don't typically do a lot of dessert. If they get a dessert, it's something that's not going to be messy and hype them up. Sugar cookie, no sugar. <laughs> we call that a biscuit. <laughs> Lately, it's been get rid of all the candy corn in my house. <laughs> Ugh. Speaking of meat diapers, that's what that's made of. Candy corn's the grossest. I can't believe people eat that stuff. Uh, yeah. So, so let's no kids. You and Josh are going out to dinner. You're hanging out with your friends. What is your dessert of choice? Yeah, there is a place called BJ's Brew House, and it yes. is not near us at all. We don't have one, but I went to one, and um, they have a pizuki. It is a pizza cookie tell me more uh yeah so it's in a skillet and they cook it and it is amazing and i won't share (laughs) 
they took a terrible word because Pazuki sounds like an accident and made it something awesome. Right. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I'm an, I'm an ice cream person. I love ice cream. It's my one because it's easy and it's simple. But if I am going non-simple, hmm. which is also difficult, yep. uh, I'm asking my wife to make a cheesecake because she makes the best cheesecakes. Hope Ho is the best cook. <laughs> and I want her Snickers cheesecake or her Reese's cheesecake. She doesn't mess any of them up. They are incredible. Uh, where she takes graham crackers or Oreos or some type of cookie and makes the crust out of that, scraping the the cream off of Oreos to make the crust. She, she's a rock star. You know, when we read in the Bible uh, and, and Jesus does sit down with people at meals, you see the importance, like we talked about earlier. Yeah. And you see the, the way that it affects a situation. And, and I don't want us to miss the opportunity that we've been given to affect broader culture, but also our families when we sit down at meals. How, how are ways that you do that? Yeah, I mean... Anytime we sit down for a meal or a snack or just anytime in general, always looking for those moments where we can have intentional conversations, check it in with our kids, sharing life with them. Um, Mealtime just makes it so much easier because you have their attention. They're there for about five, 10 minutes, you know, and they're eating and you're diving in and asking them, how's your day going and what's life like? And that's the moments that you can also share with them the love of Christ. And so just making every moment that you have with them, whether sitting down at a meal, hanging out, waiting for something in line, you know, at the, at the Aldi's or in line waiting to pick up your kindergartner. We're always making every moment intentional with them. Right. And, and intentional moments do not mean that you guys have to be all dressed in white, having deep theological conversations. Oh, no. You make the most of the time you have uh, yeah. that, that ride to school while they're eating a protein bar <laughs> because you did not have time to fix them a breakfast, yeah, you know, bag, and, bag of cereal. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So those are helpful things. And, and ultimately when we read through scriptures, we see when Jesus told us about himself and what he was going to do for us. He did not give us a long theological description. Uh, that comes later. Yep. When Jesus wanted to show the disciples the importance of what he was doing, he gave them a meal. Yep. This is my body. This is my blood. And when we look into that very important story and line it up with our lives, there's something that's pow powerful that we don't need to miss. Yep. Everything that you eat, Everything that we've talked about, for you to eat that, something had to die. Mm. The burgers that we talk about, a cow had to die. The vegetables that we eat on the burger, something had to die. The chicken nuggets that we eat, like some pink Play-Doh substance had to die. Everything <laughs> that we eat, yep. you know, we, have, we are given life through, through death. And when we read through the scriptures and we see Jesus, what he said to us is what you can know is that life comes through my death. And I don't want us to miss that really important point of being a follower of his. So, yeah. yeah. And you may not have every meal together as a family. It's hard to sit down when your kids get older and they're going to, from, going everywhere. But if you can find those moments and make the moments of those, those times that you have together, I think that's all the while and what's worth it. It's awesome. Lydia, I'm so glad we had this conversation. Because of it, I'm hungry. So yeah. I'm going to uh, <laughs> sign off. 
why don't you tell our good friends where they can stay in touch with us at? Yeah. So we are on Instagram at hold on parents. We also have Facebook group requests to be a part of that. Um, and wherever you podcast, be sure to, uh, listen to rate, subscribe, comment. Uh, we want to hear from you. Um, and so how should they write us? Yeah. Uh, the best. (laughs) If you want to write us, if you want to write us great, then write us awesome. If you don't want to write us well, then you keep that to yourself. That's what I say. Yeah. So we'd love to see you. We're going to um, throw a question on today uh, for our conversation, asking about your favorite seasonal meals, outdoor cooking, crock pot, game day snacks, whatever. We want to hear from you. And if you got a recipe, drop that in the comments because I'm always looking for easy, quick meals with my family. SOS, help me out. If you had told me three months ago that I would be on a podcast asking for recipes, I would have told you you were crazy. <laughs> Guys, it's so good talking to you. We'll talk to you later. Yeah.